0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: I believe Auburn's game at College Station to take on Texas A&M is the most important game on the 2023 schedule. Preaching
0: temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us, the man, the myth, the legend, Daryl Dappridge, Montgomery Radio Vet, hanging out with us. And today, we are going to go through, we're going to each share our lists, they are very different, which is fun, of our top five, most important matchups for Auburn football in 2023. And I'll start with my most important one. You heard it at the top there, Daryl. I believe Auburn's game in College Station is the most important matchup, the most important game on the schedule in 2023 for Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers. It'll be Hugh Freeze's first SEC game back in the conference. And also, this is a tough but winnable road game in the conference, and all of a sudden, if you are able to take care of business against UMass and Cal and Sanford and Texas A&M, you're 4-0, and you're ranked when you host Georgia the following weekend.
0: Great point. Um, and I think I, I love the fact that we need to differentiate the fact that people don't need to get caught up in, you know, the the most um, important games is, is different than the best games or the games that may have such – National significance because Auburn could play that the more they win. So, the most important games for a variety of reasons. And I oh, think that's the Good way it's. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I see what you're saying about AM. I'll tell you why I left AM off my list. They were number six. Okay. The significance of AM to me um, has weaned. Um, we have beat them at their place pretty consistently, except the last time that Bo Nicks played, played, Harsh, uh, you know, 2021. We came off of the, the all you know one of the one of the few games last year that had significance from a conference standpoint as well, beating Texas A&M, the Cadillac Williams game. So the fact that we beat them last year, we're riding a little bit momentum, and then we've beaten them consistently in you know in, in College Station is why it just doesn't hold the significance or the importance to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, just I I think it's going to be a situation where this is the first game. We're speculating. We're projecting out a little bit here, but I believe it'll be the first game of Hugh Freeze's time at Auburn where he will enter that game as an underdog. And I think going on the road and proving and saying, hey, I don't care. I don't care what people say about us. I don't care what people are going to say about the, you know, the the folks we're matching up with. We're just going to go and do our thing. And if you can go into College Station and get a win, I just think it's going to make a statement. Daryl, uh, because once again, you're already starting to feel it a little bit. And I got a feeling when you and I are up at media days for the entire week, it's going to be a big thing, but a and M is still going to get some love that they probably don't deserve and beating them early will benefit you, whether it's warranted or not, it will benefit you. And, and I think still, once again, starting four and oh. When Vegas is projected that you're going to only win six and a half games, and you're four out of four to start the season, I just think it'd be a huge statement for this program.
0: It would, and that's the ironic part about this list is that if I have A and M six, they're still in the top half of important games for the year. Good point. Right? I mean, obviously, we know that no, there's not one game that's not important. We're just rating the relevance. Uh, mine is is yeah, is your number one. One. Yeah. My number one is an easy take, and I get it. It's it's so you know just. Cliche, but it is Alabama. And it's there's a couple of different factors. Number one, I think two years ago, with that coaching staff and playing with a quarterback on one leg, Auburn had Alabama on the ropes with a generational quarterback. Sure. I don't feel like Alabama is going to be as good this year as they were two years ago. I still think they're going to be an excellent football team. But I think coming into Jordan Hare, Hugh Freeze's first iron ball, that you know, and the crazy things that happened there. That game, you do not want to lose to Alabama three years in a row. That's why it is so important to me, anyway, that you you freeze his first Iron Bowl, he gets right off the schneid, gets it under his belt, gets it at Jordan-Hare, because, again, you do not want to extend that streak to three games because then you got to go to Tuscaloosa next year. And even if you play them off your feet, things don't go well, you're staring four in a row in the eyes, and I just don't think that's good for Auburn to lose to their rival three times in a row. So that's why the importance is is raised.
1: And and Alabama's on my list as well. Uh, Not number one where you've got them, but they're high. And I I think another element of this, and you may have gotten there and I just cut you off, but at that time of the year, I mean, we're talking about November, early signing day will be less than a month away at that point. And there are several perks to hosting the Iron Bowl, if you're Auburn or Alabama. But a big one is you get to show off your environment, the best environment in the country, probably all season, depending on how the Iron Bowl shapes up and how both teams are entering that game. You get to show it off to the best recruits in the country. And we all know how much of an importance that this coaching staff has put on recruiting. And so I think, I think the Iron Bowl is important, obviously, for this year. And like you said, you never want to lose to Alabama. Beating Alabama is always important regardless of the sport. There's no question about it. But as far as like setting the tone, what Hugh Freeze and the staff want to do for building the program, the Iron Bowl is bigger this year than just this season when you look at what he's trying to do.
0: It's a great point. I think you could actually persuade, flip. Or, or solidify recruits that are on the fence if they come to Jordan-Hare and watch you beat Alabama because they're going to feel like oh we could win here it, you know th- maybe maybe the maybe it's shifted a little bit the moment you know whatever an 18 19 year old kid's thinking at that time that would also reap enormous benefits if you beat them in front of those eyeballs
1: yeah yep all right our second most important game this season I think a lot of people are going to disagree with it, or they won't like it. Daryl, we'll share in just a moment right here on Lockdown Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. As the season gets closer and as we get into the season, FanDuel will have lines on all of these important games, and I think in most of the ones that we will be mentioning today, Auburn may be a dog in them. And so if you think Auburn is going to win all these games that we're talking about, be sure to make sure you're ready when those lines drop over at Fanduel, head over to fanduel.com/slash locked on to get a no sweat first bet up to two thousand five hundred dollars. They've upped their no sweat first bet from a thousand to two thousand five hundred dollars. That is, uh, you just got to go to fanduel.com/slash locked on to unlock that offer. And obviously, the NBA playoffs or the NBA finals, rather, that field is set, and so there's going to be a lot of folks into that as well. So be sure to check it out. Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and the Locked On podcast network
0: it's kubota orange day shop the years best selection of kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the usa and now through june 30 get zero percent apr for 84 months or up to thirty three hundred dollars off select compact tractors see the details at KubotaOrangeDays.com. your family your land and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on so find your local dealer today that's kabotaorangedays.com.
1: Daryl, I think the second most important matchup for the Auburn Tigers this season is against the Ole Miss Rebels. You get them at Jordan Hare Stadium. This is probably the most winnable, uh, the most winnable game as far as like a top half SEC opponent that you get at home. Because I, I think Georgia and Alabama is still a stretch. This is where I'm at with that. And I think Ole Miss is going to be that next best team that you get a shot at in your home stadium. And then let's don't kid ourselves, the drama that happened between Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss and Auburn over the offseason and how that rivalry, that SECOS rivalry has continued to swell a little bit. This is going to be an important game for the Auburn Tigers. Let's don't
0: kid ourselves. I agree. I have them at number two for all the reasons you listed, not because of the status of Ole Miss's program, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I don't hold them into that esteem as some of the others that I'm going to mention. Sure. It's just because of the rivalry that has been kind of fabricated here lately with Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. He takes his pot shots at Auburn when he can on social media, takes his little jabs. You know, some of their writers think that, you know, uh, that that Auburn is holds Ole Miss, in my opinion, in higher esteem. It seems like Auburn's on their lips a lot. And so I think that, the Lane Kiffin factor, the rivalry that is starting to happen with the sh- pot shots taken at each other, and the fact that Hugh Freeze coached at Ole Miss, and now you get that opportunity to play him at Jordan here. All those factors make it electric b- just because of the, what I consider to be a little bit of the hate factor there or the controversial factor there.
1: Yeah. You know how uh, Gus always treated Arkansas? That's <laughs> Super bowl. Yep. I would yep. love for Hugh Freeze to do that to Ole Miss where we just start, you know, just cranking it out against, yeah. um, against Ole Miss. That would be awesome. That'd be really, really fun to see, but we're in agreement there. I'm curious to see if other people have Ole Miss that high. All right. So we're, we both agree on two. Yep. My number three, I'll let you take this in a second. My number three, most important one is the iron bowl for reasons that we already mentioned. I leaned into the recruiting aspect of it a little bit, But, of course, the the Iron Bowl itself is just such a big rivalry. It's the best rivalry in sports. Um, So I I think that one speaks for himself already, kind of what we already talked about with yours at the top. So your third most important matchup for Auburn football this season is who?
0: Georgia. A couple of factors. Again, the obvious factors, the oldest rivalry in the Deep South, Mm -hmm. the fact that Georgia has owned Auburn. and To me, Auburn isn't truly back until they beat Georgia. If you look at the years that Auburn had really good years, okay, the 2014 team that went undefeated, Georgia came in top ten, Auburn throttled them on national TV. The 2010 team where we didn't know if Cam Newton was going to play and Nick Fairley danced on, uh, you know, Aaron Murray's head, and and we they that sp- springboard Auburn won the West by beating Georgia that game. The obviously the Ricardo Lewis play in 2013. You know, you don't have – the the kick six doesn't mean as much if you don't beat Georgia the week before. And then 2017, one of the most complete games that Auburn football teams ever played where Auburn just hammers number one Georgia. So the years that Auburn is truly back and plays for something meaningful, whether it's a national championship or a conference championship, they beat Georgia. So the significance of beating Georgia besides their arrival, besides the fact that they've owned you, besides the fact that you've had pretty special years when you beat Georgia, and number four, what you and Charlie Five talked about yesterday, if the Auburn-Georgia rivalry goes away because of eight conference games instead of nine, you do not want to go out the door with Georgia being your daddy. And there's if you beat them this year and then you go and don't play them next year, what a sweet, sweet taste of nectar that is. Mm-hmm. on your way out the door, having that over their head. And I would love to have that over their head.
1: No, that would taste delicious and decadent. Delicious and decadent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just I – just, i I'm just going to be honest. I don't see this as a truly winnable game right now. I just think the – I think the the distance between the quality of roster is pretty vast right yeah. now. And there's a chance, dude. There's a chance that this team just catches fire – and like we talked about with, you know, with, with why I had A&M so high, like they're 4-0, and maybe they're a ranked team coming into Jordan-Hare, and like when Auburn's a ranked team in Jordan-Hare, like you never know what can happen. Maybe Peyton Thorne or Robbie, whoever the quarterback is, figures it out, and these new transfer wide receivers are able to stretch the field. All this could totally fall into play. But as we record this right now towards the end of May, I just don't see that as a viable option to be to the point where they're going to be able to compete with Georgia. And so I I just – I don't have Georgia on this list for that reason and that reason alone.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, that makes it, to me, all the more important if you pull off a monumental upset like that. And the other thing I would say is the score looked a little bit lopsided towards the end of the game. But, you know, Auburn, with any kind of offense two years ago when Georgia won the national championship and a significantly better roster than Auburn, had they gotten any kind of offense and good quarterback play, may have been in that game late. Uh, they were in that game at halftime, and then Georgia ran away because Auburn couldn't ga- get anything going offensively. They couldn't catch. Really- if the catches go yeah. away, Yeah, exactly. all of a sudden it's a
1: lot closer. Yeah, so maybe, do- maybe the
0: fact that they would be I'm such a defeat. huge underdog would add to the significant- significance of the importance of it. Yeah.
1: All right, my number three – or excuse me, my number four is Arkansas. Once again, it's kind of similar to my reasoning – for Texas A and M, but this is a road SEC game that I think is very, very winnable. You go on the road the week prior to Vanderbilt on November fourth, and then you go to Fayetteville the following weekend. That's just t- it's just tough to play two road games in the SEC. It doesn't matter who it is against. It's just always going to be tough. But if Auburn could do that, then they host New Mexico State. That'll be their senior bo- uh, senior day, I assume, and then obviously you host Alabama to finish the season. I just think with any kind of positive momentum that you can build in November, which we just haven't seen Auburn build any kind of positive momentum in November in a hot minute, probably since 2017, like you talked about maybe 2019 with that iron bowl, but that was kind of it. I think if you can go to Nashville, which we're all expecting to win in Vanderbilt and then follow it up the following week and go ahead and take on uh, an Arkansas team, that may be a little beat up, that may have lost a few games more than they expected to go into the season. Maybe their wills, maybe their feelings a little hurt. Maybe the wheels are starting to fall off a little bit. I think I think in Arkansas, I think it's a pretty important game.
0: Yeah, I think that it's lost its luster for me for a couple of reasons. Again, I, I hate saying every game on the schedule is important. Every conference game, when you're talking about a West opponent, it's why I, have, sure. I would put Arkansas 7th. I would have slotted them ahead of Mississippi State in order of importance, but you know it's lost a little of its luster to me for a couple of reasons. People seem to forget the dominance. You talk about the Georgia dominance over Auburn. Auburn's dominance over Arkansas, except for last year, has been well documented. Even sure. on even in Fayetteville or Little Rock, Auburn has won and won big. I mean, fifty-one to three with you know with Brett Vilma's last year, and then you know when when they were rolling and thought they had it going two years ago. Auburn goes there and beats them two touchdowns. So, Auburn has pretty much owned Arkansas until last year. And, of course, the fluky Bo Nicks thing where he spiked the ball. I get that. That You know, they feel like they, they won that game. But bottom line is th- the importance of, of a game when you've beaten somebody six out of seven and you've beaten them at their home field. And then Gus seemed to make that game more important than I felt like it was because of the homecoming thing. Yeah. Is why it just doesn't do anything for me to get me top five again. I I slotted it in at seventh. I still think it's important. I just don't. You know, there's other reasons why the other ones to me seem more important.
1: I just, I just look at the maybes. The maybes on the schedule, and I think it's Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Arkansas. And the ones on the road. If you get those, you got to feel like you're going to get one of the ones at home. I just think it kind of makes your season look a little bit better if you're able to do that. Yeah. So that's, that's my thought process there. Who is your number four? Who is the fourth most important game on the schedule for the Auburn Tigers this season?
0: The California Golden Bears. And you're going to give me the Macaulay Culkin shock face from home alone. But here's the thing. I think they would have been six for me. So I, I'm cool with this. We've talked about, I just went Italian right there with my, my hand. I need to put that down. We've talked about, the significance of all we're getting to eight ga- games, right? I, I, yeah, eight yeah. wins. Getting to eight wins, I think, is a nice demarcation line. If you freeze can get to eight wins in his first year and then build upon that, I think that's huge. I think it's huge. To get to eight wins, you've got to beat Cal, in my opinion. You have to. You lose to Cal, you're looking at seven and five maybe in the face unless there's an upset somewhere else that you win against somebody that you're not supposed to. But I've said all along, you sweep your non-con, which includes a win over Cal, and you get four wins, three at home and and win that game at Vanderbilt, and you're talking about an eight and four season. So to do that, you have to beat Cal. It's going to be on ESPN at night out there in the California market. Some eyeballs will be on it that are different people that normally don't watch. You, You go that far across country, you make a statement against another Power Five conference. I think that's why it's big.
1: I think the Cal matchup is more important for what it means if you lose versus what it means if you win. Because I know you just said if, if you lose to Cal, you're looking at 7-5 and five in the face. I think you're looking at worse than that if you lose to Cal. I, I, think, I think worse things come with a loss to Cal than the good things that come from a win against Cal. And that's no disrespect to Cal, but Auburn should be a better program than Cal. Is and and certainly they're gonna face much tougher teams on the schedule than a road trip at Cal. So I think if Auburn stumbles against Cal and loses that game, I think it just makes the rest of your schedule look significantly tougher. I mean, the following, you know, you, you can come back and get your feet set against Samford, but then AM looks significantly tougher, Georgia looks tougher, LSU looks tougher, the Mississippi games look tougher. I mean, I think all of those programs are better than Cal. And so I, I just think if you lose that unless it's just some growing pains type thing where it's a little fluky at the end or something like that. Um, I I just think a loss versus Cal is why a potential loss versus Cal is why this game is so important.
0: I agree. I mean, that's a different aspect and take on it is that losing it is probably more fatal than winning is beneficial. Totally. But That that wraps up the importance a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's one of those deals where that old adage where it's, you know, you, you play not to lose or play to win. I think that the fact that what you talked about looking six and six or worse in the eye, if when I said seven and five, we see how these things snowball. Right. We see how losing a couple games and it just becomes contagious. And so that's that's another reason why I think you can if you if you start off three and oh, four and oh, you start flip flopping wins and losses, you're OK. You can still get to eight. You just don't want to start stockpiling losses.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, Daryl, let's, let's share who made the top five that we haven't touched on yet. And then maybe some honorable mentions that, sure. that didn't quite make it. We've hit, we've touched on most of those, but all that coming up right here on locked on Auburn. All state wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. I want to encourage you to join the Locked on Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. Getting closer and closer to 2,000 folks in there, so come chat with a bunch of fellow Auburn fans and members of this growing community. Very cool stuff there. All right, my fifth most important matchup this season for the Auburn Tigers is Mississippi State. And once again, I listed out the maybes on the schedule. And this is, a, this is one that you need to win. It's going to be at home. You're going to have a bunch of recruits on campus, if I know anything about this coaching staff. And you need to make the most of it and win and protect Jordan-Hare Stadium um up, up to that point as much as you possibly can. Like I, I'm expecting a slip up against Georgia, but every other game at home is certainly winnable. And I'm including the Iron Bowl in all of that. And so part of that is just you need to you need to win the routine winnable home games. And, and I think that's exactly what Mississippi State is with all of this. You know, that's right after you host Ole Miss, and it's right before you kind of do back to back road games at Vandy and at Arkansas. Once again, building momentum towards the end of the season. We haven't seen Auburn do that in a few seasons. Can they do that against Mississippi State? That's why I've got them in the top
0: five. Yeah, you know, you throw in the factor, too. Again, I look at things like trends and winning streaks and that kind of thing. You know, Mississippi State has beaten Auburn the last two years, both very winnable football games for Auburn. The bone X broken ankle game, and then what happened last year, Cadillac's first game. Auburn almost comes all the way back. Good point. I would hate to see them lose three in a row to Mississippi State as well. Um, I just think that there's some games that are more important. I think by the time Auburn gets to Mississippi State, we'll have a really good idea of the kind of the the, the DNA of this football team. I, I, yeah. I, it's important, don't get me wrong, but I just for various reasons that I just mentioned before, I think it just doesn't make make my top five. I get it. I get it. Uh, who's the last team that does make your top five? LSU. Oh, now, here's here's why. Okay. Two years ago, Auburn goes into Baton Rouge and finally wins a game that had been since 1999. Uh, very popular song that Daryl danced to in the clubs. Um, Prince, shout out Prince. Um, sure. So Auburn wins that game. Do you want it to look like it's just a one off again, and Auburn goes another five or six years before they get another one in Baton Rouge? I think. With the way Auburn kind of folded against LSU last year, same scenario. You don't. You want to kind of get that momentum back. You want to look. You want to prove that the 2021 game was not a fluke and that Auburn can consistently win in Baton Rouge. Um, that's the first reason. The second reason is, it's my opinion that if Auburn, even if it sounds like heresy or blasphemy, and people are like, "Come on, Daryl, Auburn's not going to contend in in year one under Hugh Freeze." But if you want to be competitive and you want to just shock some people, then LSU, in my opinion, slotted in right behind Alabama as the second-best team in the West. They're a Western Division opponent. If you can knock them off, you may have an inside track to where the Iron Bowl becomes very, very meaningful. Get LSU out of the way, and who knows what could happen. So for that reason, that the fact that they got to beat them at Baton Rouge again and prove that it wasn't a fluke or a one off two years ago. Yeah. And they're a West opponent. And they are right there behind Alabama as far as someone you want to knock off if you want to slide into that spot to compete for a division championship. So, for all those reasons, maybe unrealistic, but still, that's where I like. I think that's the fifth most important game.
1: I love it. And I love the timing of this. Auburn plays Georgia at home. And then they're off for a week. They get a bye week before they head to Baton Rouge. What does LSU do the week before the Auburn matchup? They go not to a great team, but they go to Columbia, Missouri to take on Missouri. They're doing a road game while Auburn's off. And I think that stuff matters. When you talk about collegiate athletes and game plans, especially when you kind of trust the scheme of a coach, um, which feels good to say. All of a sudden it kind of puts you in a situation where maybe you can do something you're not supposed to do. So I love that. I absolutely love that final, uh, that final slot there. Any games that kind of made your honorable mention list that were just yeah. outside that we didn't really talk about?
0: Well, I mean, I hate to go back, but you know, obviously Arkansas AM and um Mississippi State would have made my honorable mention list six, seven, eight because of that. But, you know, we can't we. <laughs> It, we would be remiss to not say that Hugh Freeze's first ever Auburn game isn't important. You know, although it's UMass and it should be an afterthought, it's, it's his careful. first game. And so there's there carries some significance and some importance about not necessarily the score, but how they play, what mm. they look like, and then the the, the thumbprint that he imp- imparts on this team. Good point. Good and point. then the SEC championship, obviously, was, is going to be high at Lamella.
1: Sure. Yeah. Whichever. Yeah. Uh, wherever our college yeah, football playoff Tennessee, spot is. Yeah.
0: Florida, Georgia. Whoever comes out of the East that we're playing. Uh, you know, I, I forgot to mention that. That's probably an honorable mention.
1: Yeah. That's that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. USC in the national championship. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh. Daryl, thank you so much for your time. As always, how can people check out everything that you've got going on?
0: You can follow me on Twitter, dap6410. Catch me in the Discord on Monday mornings at seven ten. Auburn up a lot like this morning. WANI and then Tuesdays eleven fifteen. Max roundtable. And then once a week, whenever, we just throw it out there, me and you get together. It's a lot of fun.
1: That's right. That's right. You can follow me on socials at Z Blackberry. Read all my written work at auburndaily.com. And we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.
0: The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait.